Buckle up, hotties. It's time to talk some hoops. Welcome to Crunch Wears No Pants with Brandon, Nate, and Jordan. What's poppin', Benny people? Welcome to Crunch Wears No Pants, proudly a part of the Pultab Sports Podcast Network at PultabSports.com. Make it your homepage. We are brought to you by Dentheads, Frickin' Duke Cannon, Lamb Chops, and Chill Boys. I'm Jordan Alamat. That's Brandon Beck, and that's Nathan Alsdurf. And we are freaking here for our second consecutive Random Wolf of the Week. Random Wolf of the Week spotlight episode. Not sure why my mouth malfunctioned, but uh, I'm just too excited. We're recording like the eighth podcast in a row right now. <laughs> no, just, dude, this is. Do you just want to finish out the year today? Should we just do the rest through? No, these are I not. I can't believe loaded. they won the NBA championship, guys. Wow, <laughs> Nikhil Alexander Walker Finals MVP. Two minute, guys, mi- two minute minisodes. Let's do it. This is live. We're recording this on February 28th, 2024. This is live. This it's is never live. been live. It's a ever. live podcast in your Once. feed. It's it's the weather outside. Wow. How about I can't that? believe it's March tomorrow. Have you guys seen the stock market the lately? Leap year. It sure it's is doing something. Is it actually? Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it's March in two days. <laughs> Crazy, dude. Um, let's freaking spotlight one of these random wolves. Spotlight. Shall we? So uh, to reset, if you're like, what's going on with my fourth favorite Wolves podcast? I haven't listened in a couple of days or weeks or whatever. Uh, we're doing a we're doing a random Wolf of the Week spotlight episode. So at the end of the show, like we we like we've been doing, we play that random Wolf of the Week game where we guess the random wolf. It's like four minutes, but four minutes is not enough for some of these formative Timberwolves players that have shaped our fandom. So we figured we'd spend 20 minutes for some specialty episodes to show some love to some beloved former Wolves this week. We have a doozy led by Nathan Alsdorf. We're going to dive deep into the lore and legacy of one Nikola Hekovic. Oh, Durf, take us away. Guys, fellas, we're here, to, we're, we're here to talk about the beloved Peck, the, bulldo- the bulldozer, the godfather Peck, the man known as Nikola Pekovic. So I'll provide a little overview for you, just if you're not familiar with Nikola, um, a man of yesteryear for our Wolves fandom. He was drafted in the second round of the 2008 draft. By some experts, he was considered a top 10 pick. However, he did fall to the second round due to contract situation with his EuroLeague team. After two years in in EuroLeague basketball, he joined the Wolves in the 2010 season. He spent six seasons with the Minnesota Timberwolves. During that time, he appeared in 271 basketball games. He started 194 of them. I believe that's correct. Let me just double check my stats. You're right. You have it up here. Perfect. Um, uh, I thought my my, my dyslexia got the best of me, and it was 164, but I was right. Uh, Hell yeah. And he averaged 12. We do need to fact check Durf stats sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes my brain just gets all crazy. Um, He averaged (laughs) 12.6 points on 51% shooting and 6.7 rebounds. He quickly became a fan favorite due to his offensive upside and likable yet terrifying demeanor. After signing a five-year, $60 million extension with the Wolves in August of 2013, his tenure began to decline. He appeared in only 54 games that season due to an ankle injury and then a total of just 42 basketball games in the next two seasons combined before ultimately retiring after the 2015-2016 NBA basketball season. Damn. Fellas, that's Nikola Pekovic. Is that how you remembered him? <laughs> that overview yeah i remember being really good at shooting inside the art like the the little restricted the, area he was Incredible. just he was just so he was just so big he was so big dude what so a neck. big 
What a neck on that guy. That's how they call them neck pecs. <laughs> That's how they call them neck peck. I thought they called him that for a different reason. <laughs> That's a big man. <laughs> like, did he end up getting like he has to be one of he has to be one of like the biggest what could have been yeah wolves because of how just injuries derailed his career. I mean, those two seasons were nuts. Yeah, he absolutely he definitely blue balled the organization. I'd say I I think he <laughs> So he's 6'10", or 6'11", 307 pounds. And I don't know if I've seen him with his shirt off, but I can't imagine there's a lot of, like, fat. Like, he's just a thick boy, all, like, top to bottom. And, like, you That's a you talk about, like, he was a, he shot 51% in his career. That was, in that's including all the injury stuff. In his heyday, he was shooting, like, 55, 56% in his best years. And that was, that's not on like Rudy Gobert catching lobs. That was just like exclusively back to the basket, like bullying guys to the rim. That was so much fun to watch. Just to watch him like, oh, here comes Peck. Peck goes to work. Like he was cooking down there. Yeah, it really was. Kevin Love together was like a very special level of offensively special and just horrendous. Okay. So when I was, when I was, when I was digging into this, I forgot mobility. So like, obviously we, we know like, Kevin Love was a great rebounder. I did not realize that 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 for, I think it was his like third year in the league, second year, he averaged 15 and a half rebounds a game. What? Yeah. Ke- Kevin, Kevin Love. Kevin Love. Kevin Love. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah Kevin yeah, Love sorry. was like uh was a generationally good rebounder. Yeah, and, and I yeah, remember okay. him being a good rebounder. I I did not remember. We're talking about Nikola Pekovic, Durf. Yeah, I thought I thought you were talking about Pekovic. What did Kevin Love had? Pekovic had 15 a game. What's <laughs> Kevin Love at like 20. Yeah, do you remember people had, don't know this, but in Kevin Love's 30 30 game, Nicole Pegamic had 20 20. You don't remember the Wolves averaged 70 rebounds a game that year? Oh, God. Um, okay, no. so so we can move on to the next yeah. part. So digging into a best moment as a wolf, I have I have a moment picked out, but I'm just curious, do you guys have an, a, a moment that you have that you when you think of Peck? Like a like a on on court basketball. I was, I was gonna say I think I know what I think you're gonna bring this no, one thing up at some point. No, that's yeah, but that's later. I know what you're gonna but say. I, but that's, I won't. That's I won't. I won't spoil that one. Yeah. I had a lot of trouble finding yeah, a me best too. moment for Peck. Yeah, he didn't. There's no. There's no play or shot that really stood out for me. His best game. He had 34 and 15 against the Clippers, but they lost that game in overtime. Doesn't count. Yeah. 60, so, 62 know, versus Charlotte or 34. One. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so I, I, I didn't have a best moment either. My best moment in my most distinct memory kind of like blend together, which is just basically Peck trailing on a fast break and then getting a pass from Rubio and either like, either like yamming it or just doing mm-hmm. the Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Oh, it's in the third row now because I couldn't catch it. Like, that was, like, my pet memory. That, uh, I was watching, like, highlights of him, and Rubio has this, did you, I don't know, maybe you're referencing the same play, but Rubio has a steal on a fast break. He throws it behind his legs, back to Peck, hits him right in stride above his head, and he basically breaks the rim. Yeah, um, it's so cool when it works. He also just a mammoth of a guy flying through the air. So... My best moment for him was actually the best game that he had. And the reason why I picked that is because we called it the best, his best moment, like that player's yeah. best moment. So like, though I'm not 
discounting it because they lost because if we're if we're only counting wins there was only so many when he was on the team well yeah and i but, i wasn't discounting it either i was just saying like it's it's like wow what a game yeah, and then you're I like know. but but they lost like it's, so it's, it's a weird it's a weird one right but 34 and 15 is is nuts for yeah, a guy so that's shooting exclusively two pointers like back to the basket right I, that's what I, the little overview that I wrote. So I, I said in 2013, 2014, he, uh, during a 116 to 120 overtime loss to the heavily favored 20 and nine Los Angeles Clippers. Was that? Uh, Nik- Nikola Pekovic scored a career high 34 points. He was 16 of 28 from two, zero for zero from three. And he was two of three from the line, which is also hilarious. He only had three total two for three. I don't think he ever got fouled because he was too big. Like, I don't think they would ever call. Anyway, and he got 14 rebounds, one assist, one block, and was a plus Jeez. two during the game. Uh, well, was we that, didn't win. The, was that well, like Chris Paul, Blake Griffin Clippers? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, and DeAndre uh, Jordan. My wife and I were watching the, the Clippers. DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, that's the other night. thing is he scored yeah. 34 while being guarded by lauded defender. DeAndre Jordan. So that's a good game. You know, there were a lot of rebounds in that game. Wow. DeAndre Jordan had 17 rebounds. Blake Griffin had 10. Oh my Um, God. Nice boxing. Kevin Love had 19. What was going on? Kevin Love had 45 and 19 in this game. What? Hey, don't quit overshadowing back with Kevin Love. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I know. Kevin Love and Nikola Pekovic combined for 79 and. 33 in the there, it was a whole it was only 116 points scored for us so that's you said 79 that's yeah. crazy ricky rubio had zero points and 12 assists Did what a rubio ass in line. like 40 minutes or something like no. that yeah in 38 minutes guys that's absurd. 79 and 33 is nuts that's um, that's a very good duo because if um, you double pack if you double pack they go to you love if you double love they go to pack you know you can't beat it um, one of my, I guess, another distinct memory I have of Peck, and not his best moment, maybe his worst, was uh, he was unplayable in 2K because you just could not replicate his style of basketball on video no. games. Like, yeah, you just 2K could not, not never, work. 2K never figured out how to make a uh, a good host player like an Al Jefferson or a or a Nikola Pekovic be a good player in the game. I wish there was a way to be yeah. like. When you get like in the post, it's like the right joystick becomes like all right, footwork toggle, and you can just like, like really make. Yeah, them but they dance do, like do they do do that? Like that is a thing. Like, yeah. It's just nobody learns it. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we should freaking we should have like a DDR integration where if you like do like a combination like with your feet, like you you hold the control in your hands, but you have DDR. So Apple Vision Pro with DDR. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you play as a post player in 2K. The future for gaming is sick. I'm back in. It's gonna be uh, a blast. Oh, uh, well, um, do, do we have a take about Nikola Pekovic? So, so well, we got we, we got to do, do the most memory. distinct memory. Oh, sorry, my bad. So, so this is, is that, what I think. Dur- I know what Dur- yeah, is gonna yeah, say here. This is the one. So during a 2012 media day, Peck was asked by a fan submitted question, "What is your favorite type of food?" His response: "Your favorite okay. holiday meal." No, it just said, what is your favorite food type of food? I watched it today just to double oh, check. I thought it was favorite holiday meal. No, it's it's just favorite type of food. His response became a meme. It's still uttered by fans to this day. <laughs> hmm. It's meat. Different types of meat. I like meat. And that was it. Meat. Which makes sense for a guy his size. The amount of calories that man has to intake and the amount of protein. That's so funny. Boy. That There's guy also- looks like he likes meat. 
that's that's a meat man for sure it's a meat man also didn't they have have the meat man in between like timeout stuff didn't they have like the peck reads holiday stories like specials where he would read like christmas stories yeah that's a good bit those are all brandon what's your distinct memory of nikola pekovich for me it's just when i the one time i was like in the tunnel pregame and i saw him up close TV does not do justice to how gigantic that man was. And most tall guys in the NBA, like Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, they are huge, but they look like stretched out human beings. Like they are not Mm. proportionally the same as like, but Nikola Pekovic was like JJ Barea, but you zoomed in on him. What a what a what a string of words. Yeah, you, you, like, you like, like scaled like him. the exact same proportions. Yeah. And but then he was just like seven feet tall. Were we together? Because I definitely stood Yes, near we were there. Plenty. Okay. I remember that too. And like I'm six foot seven. I don't like even around NBA basketball players, like I don't feel that short, but I felt like a an infant by comparison to him. Like I, he could have killed just me. Short. Like it was his chest and shoulders, and like yeah, like that's a guy that could kill you with a strong sneeze in your direction. Like he's, I like I understand why people were terrified. I was reading about, um, I think it was Zach Levine, at, like had the same number as Peck, and when he was getting drafted, I think this is what he was too scared to ask Peck for the number <laughs> because he was just ter- he's just such a terrifying figure. That's a um, that's a great story. I'm I don't blame right. Zach at all. Let's 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 move into takes. Do you guys have I have I have a couple takes. I have a I have a basketball and a non-basketball take. So I, I'm I I'm I'd love to I hear guess, you guys. I guess my take is just damn, I wish he stayed healthy because it would have been really fun for you know if Kevin had to go and because Kevin Love and Cat played a season together, right? No. We no, traded Kevin Love for Andrew that's right. Wiggins. That's right. Yeah. I would just have I would have loved to see a cat and peck team that's my take it'd be fun if he could have held out a few more years we could have we could have seen that brandon what do you have i have one this one this one's a hot one um in the modern nba i think nikola pekovic would have become a good three-point shooter oh wow whoa jeez okay tell us why i think it's the it's the brook lopez mold Towards the end of his career, he had started to extend his range like a little bit. He was shooting like elbow jumpers occasionally. He was a 76% free throw shooter. And he yeah, didn't he have like absurdly long arms, mm-hmm. which is usually the problem with big guys shooting three-pointers. That's what makes guys like Kevin Durant and Victor Weminyama so weird. And that's why Rudy Gobert has so much trouble shooting threes is because his arms are so long. Nikola Pekovic proportionally didn't have very long arms. He had really good touch. And in the modern NBA, where we're where we're continuing to emphasize like pushing guys out back further and further, I think Nikola Pekovic would have been shooting threes by the end of his career. And I think he would have been okay at him. I can, I, I can picture it so much. Yeah, I can. <laughs> it's just hilarious to think of a 307 pound seven footer launching. <laughs> I think about Brooke Lopez. Like he's he, not like, 307 pounds though. Brooke Lopez is pretty is pretty close. And Brooke Lopez early in his career, his game was very similar to yeah. Peck's. It was just like exclusively back to the basket. Brooke Lopez is 7'1", 285. Two, this is oh 282. 
Um, Brandon's good at takes, dude. It pisses me off. Like that's such a good. Uh, I can I can definitely see the the free throw percentage is a good is a good thing to point to. I that I forgot to make that point earlier, but I was not expecting when I was looking at stats for him to have been such an so effective at the line. Yeah, he had he had great touch. I think Peck would have been a good three point shooter by the end of his career. (laughs) I love that. Uh, And also, if he if he has the up high release, it's an unstoppable shot. He's so big. Could he get he his didn't arms have up an up high, high release though. I remember like he shot he shot kind of like oh, right yeah. in front of his face. It's because it's with his shoulders. Oh, no. He's got he's got such massive traps. Like you can't biologically you can't <laughs> those traps though. <laughs> those traps. <laughs> what a callback. <laughs> what a callback. Okay. Um, so my take. Well, do you have a take, Jordan? My take is um, yeah, Brandon's. Oh yeah, you my, did. My take, take is Brandon's good. At my, 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 take, my take was one. Uh, I was expecting, so this is more of a, a, like what I was expecting to find versus what I actually found. I was expecting him to, to find him as like an elite rebounder. And I think he was a good, he was a, he was an effective rebounder, but I also think digging further in, it makes sense why he didn't get as many boards because he played with Kevin Love. Like there just wasn't enough rebounds to go around. So that's a little bit of context where just seeing the numbers and being like, oh, he only averaged like eight rebounds a game, which is, it's good, but I was thinking he was going to be more like it's up to, it's a lot like wow. it's a lot like Cat and Rudy now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We've seen Cat be a 12 rebound a game guy. But like in a eight. context with Rudy Gobert, now he's like eight, nine. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so very similar. It, it makes sense. Um, I also forgot how bad defensively he was. That <laughs> makes no so sense. Bad. Why was he, why was he terrible? Bad? Because he was, he sh- he was he could, slow and had his lateral moves. <laughs> Yeah, his lateral movement was awful, which makes sense given his body size. Like he doesn't exactly have like loose hips. Yeah, he's like T Rex um, adjacent, like small arms. Yeah, but, but you would think you would, would think been... just from his size that he could like crowd the lane and, and affect the shot. But and maybe he did. I, I think he would have been a good defender in like the nineties when yeah. teams were like posting up all the time. Like he was a good post up defender, but. Yeah kind of the the myth that you could put Rudy Gobert into space and expose him, you could really put Nikola Pekovic into space and not even really that much space. Like yeah, a very small. He, just, like, space. he couldn't he couldn't protect the rim and he was very so, immobile and had T Rex arms. All right. So I wanna they I wanna were just my big biceps and triceps on them. <laughs> I want to get my non basketball take and this is gonna be surprising. Oh what so do you get got? ready. Get ready. If he were it? never, if Nikola Pekovic was never drafted in the NBA, I believe he would have become the most notorious and successful drug lord in all of Montenegro. Why oh. you ask? Why you ask? Well, in researching that now, listen, yeah, I was gonna say. Well, in researching Nikola Pekovic, I found that there is some alleged conspiracy into Peck's current involvement with the drug lord in Montenegro. He is close friends, business partners, and godfather to the son of Darko Saric. No relation to Darko Milicic or Dario Saric. He, who is the most prominent drug lord in the Balkans. And in 2022, a car belonging to Nikola Pekovic was found containing drugs and weapons while he was never arrested for his dealings. Many are certain that he has involvement in the drug trade. That's crazy. How crazy is it that his nickname was the Godfather and then it turned out to be a real like, thing? Could... And he's an actual Godfather. Like he's a Godfather yeah. to the drug lord's kid. That's um, crazy. So that's, that's my take. He would have gotten involved earlier on, or he might be in jail because that guy has been in jail since like 2011. Oh god, the Dar- Darko Saric guy. That's it's crazy. Like he's like, I'm just gonna do this now, and he's a drug lord. 
And he also, just anyone want. like he is. Yeah, like people were saying, allegedly. Like, people close to him are saying, like, they don't, no one talks to him about basketball at all. Like, it is fully like he's what just. Do it? Don't talk to me about playing basketball or that I do it at all. <laughs> uh, my other take is I think he's related to Aang from Avatar, given his insane widow's peak that mirrors Aang's hair so that's so his imagine him on his, the little air ball his he could have defended that his widow's peck if you will okay we've been podcasting right. for too long even though this anyway. is live and it's february 28th 2004. Right. Um, would you want this player on your current team no yeah <laughs> not at all unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> not even to develop that three-point no absolutely <laughs> Whoa, hang on. We just, if Rudy can teach Cat how to play defense and Cat is trying to teach Rudy how to shoot threes, I think Cat can also teach Peck how to shoot threes during their <laughs> lessons. And Rudy can teach him how to play defense. I'm in. I talked myself into wanting Peck. You can teach old team, dog new tricks. This team does not need more centers. Certainly not big, immobile. Like, I think he can learn to shoot. He's not a shooter right now. <laughs> we just put him in I, Iowa with Leonard Miller. <laughs> Leonard Miller and Peck working on I it. I don't want... One of my backup centers getting extradited to Montenegro during, or the during, Balkans during, yeah, during uh, ba- a basketball final. practice. That's that's a little bit more disruptive than Jimmy's Jimmy's practice. Imagine um, that though. We were in we were in the Western Conference Finals and Peck's about to go in, and all of a sudden the FBI comes in. And this is the glue girl moment. This is the glue once girl again, though. Once again though, imagine imagine this lineup. Point guard Kyle Anderson, yes. shooting guard Nas Reed, yes. small forward Carl Peck? Anthony Towns, yes. power forward Nikola Pekovic, yes. center Rudy Gobert. Yes, yeah. Who's who's beating that team? A lot of um, most teams. small ball teams, most, team. the, most teams from the Luke Now episode, the Mighty Mouse team for sure. <laughs> All right, it's um, time for random, random of the week. week. Oh, wow. Wow. Let's see. Our wow. Uh, Brandon, free guess. Do, yeah, do you want to do the him free guess? Uh, Durf seems like an Andre Kirilenko man. Yeah, I do love AK forty seven, and you guys know that, but it's not him. Nice, right? Blue number one. This former number Timberwolf one. was drafted with the thirty first overall pick by the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Nduti Ebi was around thirty. No, Nduti Ebi was a first round pick. Lazar Hayward was a second round pick. Is that where you're going with? Lazar Hayward. All right. Lazar Hayward is incorrect. Um, in Shit. in 2020, this former Timberwolf was hospitalized with COVID-19, however, has since made a full recovery. Well, this doesn't help at all. Dante Cunningham. It is not Dante Cunningham. Uh, he finished third in voting for most improved player in the 2011 to 2012 NBA season. Whoa, that sounds like Shabazz Muhammad. Zero chance is Shabazz sure. Muhammad. Third in most improved. Yeah, I was, also, I was thinking like it's 2011 drafted by the Timberwolves, but I was going to say like Kevin Martin, who's a guy that had like a good year for the Timberwolves that was not good before. Derek Rose, first overall pick oh. by the Bubbles. <laughs> um, it feels like it feels it feels it feels Ricky like Rubio. No, Ricky. he was a first round pick. Damn it, Nas Reed. He wasn't second round pick. Nas Reed, just Nas next Reed. hint. 
uh, it was the 2011-2012 NBA season. <laughs> it was not oh. Nas Reed. I didn't, uh, I didn't hear that. Blue number four. During number four. his best season with the Timberwolves, he averaged 17.5 points. That's and, Bill 8.7 rebounds. Eight rebound. <laughs> on 50% shooting. Bill. No, stop it. It's not Bill Curley. It's Bill Curley. 17 points per game? Kevin Martin. It's not Kevin Martin. Dude, I'm telling you, it's Bill I think Curley, you guys bro. are going to get him on get it on this clue. Is it clue number five. Oh, number he five. is well known for his enjoyment of meat and only meat. <laughs> it's oh, Nikola Pekovic. It's Peck. It's, oh, it's been Peck this whole time. How did oh, you guys not get him? Seen it, it coming. Right. You're so smart. You're so freaking smart. Hell yeah. Well, that, what a great deep dive into Nikola Pekovic on February 28th, 2024. Yeah, it's definitely not February 15th right now. If it was February 15th, we'd be watching the Blazers game and tweeting about it. I definitely have not just received a text that said, this is an ass kicking. (laughs) What what referring to the Blazers game? What if there's spoilers and in between now and when this episode airs, Nick, 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 just called him Nick. Nick. Peck is arrested for charges. Oh, Nicky Pecks. And then everyone's like, these are out of date clues. What are you talking about, you dummy? I'm going to look well like an then, idiot. Well, then the jig is up. We pre-recorded these episodes so I can enjoy Japan in peace without podcasting about the Timberwolves. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um, don't, you don't want to podcast about the Timberwolves in Japan? I do, actually, but I don't want to bring all my stuff. Um, oh, okay. What is that face? Don't like it. Are you going to tweet uh, about the Timberwolves from Japan? Oh, yeah. Because like it, the time difference is like it'll be like in the morning when the games are happening. So like we'll just enjoy some some coffee and watch the games to be sick well will you have fun in japan jordan i'm already back the trip that you're definitely on right now while we're recording this episode on february 28th this episode episode will (laughs) drop like when our flight is coming back for sure um well that's it thank you for rocking with crunch wears no pants remember if you freaking enjoy this make sure you follow us on social media at no pants crunch and if you're listening on spotify or apple music or wherever you get your podcast make sure you rate us one stars or five stars if you're going to say something Stand, Stand on, on it. it. Also, stop being mean to the admin of the team store Twitter handle. You guys are always like, we're the classic edition jerseys. It's a Nike problem, not a team store problem. If it was up to them, be mean to Nike. Be mean yeah. to Nike. But Remember, Nike really does need to make those jerseys available. Like people want to buy them and they're not available. So bad. Remember, this is bad, Phil, bad, bad marketing. Like, they want they people want, want to buy it. your stuff and you don't have it. Phil got <laughs> scarcity at, play. Phil.knight at justdoit.nike.com is Phil Knight's email. Tell him. I think it's dot edu. It's dot net because of Swiss, uh, like gov. Nike. It's dot gov because Nike owns everything. Um, Phil. Yes. What was it again? Phil.gov.nike. Phil at dot net at creed thoughts backslash creed thoughts. Phil dot at night at night dot dark. Nick at night. Phil. Phil of the future harmonic dot Nike dot Disney Channel original movie Nicole, spec it's actually Nikola Pekovic at dot Nike. Drug traders dot gov. 